Hello, welcome to the Equippers International Podcast, our short version where we're studying the book of Hebrews. We've finished chapter 6 in our previous episode, and the writer of Hebrews ended chapter 6 with this interesting statement that Jesus became a high priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. Now, in chapter 7, the writer is going to launch into this long discussion about this mysterious man, Melchizedek. He first appears, or his only appearance in Scripture is in Genesis chapter 14 where Abraham encountered him on the way back from war. And Melchizedek blesses Abraham in that encounter. And Abraham apportions to him a tenth part of all the spoils of the war. So let me first read the first three verses of chapter 7. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham as he was returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham apportioned a tenth part of all the spoils, was first of all, by the translation of his name, king of righteousness, and then also king of Salem, which is king of peace, without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like the Son of God, he remains a priest perpetually. Now, in order to understand this whole discussion of Melchizedek, again, we have to back up and look at the bigger picture of this book of Hebrews. What is it the writer is doing? The writer is methodically moving through a discussion where he is elevating Jesus as superior and above all the elements of the Jewish religion because he's trying to convince his Jewish believing friends who he's writing this letter to to not go back to Judaism because it is inferior to what they have experienced and found in Christ. And one of the first and most important points that he wants to make in this discussion is that Jesus is a greater priest. Now, we're going to see later in the book that Jesus is also a greater offering. He's a greater sacrifice. He's greater in every way. But he's first going to take up this discussion in detail about his priesthood because the priesthood was the most revered and respected office in the Jewish religion. The priest was appointed by God to do all that was necessary to make a connection between God and the people through the administration of the sacrificial system. The writer of Hebrews now is going to establish Jesus' priesthood, the superiority of his priesthood, and he's going to connect him to this person called Melchizedek. Now, we know from the account in Genesis 14 that this man, Melchizedek, was a priest. Now, remember, this is over 400 years prior to the giving of the law and to the Jewish religion. This is a man that stands far outside the history of Israel. This is a man who is referred to as a priest of the Most High God before there ever was any context of the Jews. So he precedes everything that has to do with Judaism by over 400 years. And he shows up on the scene as a priest. We don't know anything else about him. The writer of Hebrews is very careful to outline the fact that we don't know who his father is. We don't know who his mother is. We don't know his background. It seems as if 
if he has no beginning of days or no end of life. I believe there is a little bit of hyperbole maybe in this statement. We don't know for sure. We don't know if this man never died. But the point is that when he is presented in history, he is presented almost in a mysterious way where we don't have a way to connect him other than the fact that he is a priest of God and he blesses Abraham and Abraham responds to him by giving him a tenth of all the spoils of war. Now we're going to comment on several elements of this interaction between Abraham and Melchizedek as the passage goes on because the writer Hebrews is going to elaborate on that. So I don't want to get too far ahead. Let's just follow the text along in the next couple of episodes and let it lead us into this discussion. But today we just want to see that the writer is going to draw on this person, Melchizedek, as a point of reference to establish the fact that Jesus is a priest in the order of the same priesthood of Melchizedek. Now that's going to become very significant because the Jews would only respect the priesthood in the order of Levi as it was established by God in the law for the Israelites. But the writer of Hebrews is going to establish as Jesus's priesthood, his ability to intercede and intervene between God and man based on the order of the priesthood of Melchizedek. For today, on a devotional note as I was considering Melchizedek and kind of just contemplating on this passage afresh and anew this morning. Here's what hit me. What's amazing about God is that literally thousands of years before Jesus comes on the scene and before the writer of Hebrews writes this book, he puts a mysterious person, a man Melchizedek in history in a time, in a place that his role becomes the hinge point for Jesus's identity as the ultimate priest to be established and grounded, not in the Jewish economy of the Levitical priesthood, but something greater, something that came many years before. It's like God knew from the very beginning that he was going to establish Jesus far above and beyond any earthly economy. And so this man is presented almost as a heavenly person, almost as a person that has no beginning and no end and no point of reference. But God, in his amazing way, can put him at a point in history that thousands of years later, he is going to take up a very significant role in establishing Jesus as the ultimate priest. This is an amazing thing for me to consider how wise and how awesome God is to do all these things. And if he can look after the details of history over the course of thousands of years to establish Christ in his appropriate role as the ultimate priest, and that is unquestionable. What can God do to establish our paths, to establish our plans, and to establish our lives so all the things that are happening in our lives, we can be assured that God is going to use them for significant purpose, for His purpose and for His glory, so that Christ can be glorified in our lives. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.